Pro football players are adults who fly through the air in plastic hats and smash each other for a living. I now know a bunch of them, and I think they are good folks. They are made up, loosely speaking, of rickety knees, indoctrination, upward mobility, pain tolerance, public fantasies, meanness, high spirits, brightly colored uniforms, fear, techniques, love of games, nutriment, a diet supplement used sometimes with steroid drugs for bulking up, corporate kinesthesia, God-given quickness, and heart. Sober, one of them told me, what it boils down to is sacrifice your body with a picture in your mind. Drinking, one of them told me, when I'm on the football field, I'm a knight in shining armor. When I'm selling insurance, I'm just an asshole. Stoned, one of them told me, you can be hit so hard it burns. High on the game he had just played, one of them told me there was no other world outside it. There was nothing. But there was a rich penumbra. I recall the afternoon of November 11th, 1973. The Pittsburgh Steelers were beating the Oakland Raiders 17-9 in a tempestuous game in Oakland on national TV. It was drizzling rain, Great hunks of ill-rooted sod were flying through the air. Seagulls were frenetic overhead. Oakland fans were roaring and pulsing ambiguously. It was like standing in the eye of a tumbler washing machine. Only noise and throat figures all around instead of soap suds and clothes. Steelers were running off the field with snot on their mustaches and glee and strain and grass blades in their eyes. And Craig Hanneman a reserve defensive end from Oregon with whom I had often chewed snuff, turned to me on the mushy sidelines and cried, You picked the right team. Oh, a great bunch of guys and a bunch of crazy fuckers. I'm crazy too. We're all about three bricks shy of a load. Hanneman's last sentence, as an expression of wild approval which I shared, tinged with then unintended undertones of fallibility, which I tried to register as the year went on summed up my six months with the Pittsburgh National Football League team better than anything else. I spent the 1973 NFL campaign from the first day of training camp in July through the draft in January, loafing with, to use the old Pittsburgh term for hanging around with, a rich mixture of Steeler or Steeler-related persons, players, coaches, scouts, fans, wives, girlfriends, Relatives, media people, front office people, hangers-on and prospects. I fooled around the periphery of practice, habituated the dressing room, experienced games from the bench, and followed people home. I helped Mean Joe Green, the tackle, buy his wife a birthday card, lost 11-10 to 10 in electronic ping-pong to Franco Harris, the running back, heard Terry Bradshaw, the quarterback, sing his own songs and speak of welding, considered stereo buys with Frenchy Fuqua, the running back, chatted up nurses with Moon Mullins, the tackle guard, played the horses with Art Rooney, the patriarch, and listened to center Ray Mansfield's little girl play Faith of Our Fathers on the clarinet. I talked labor management with Vice President Dan Rooney, management, and player rep Andy Russell, labor, but he sells tax shelters, I threw my arm out, returning kicker Roy Jarella's field goals to him in the cold, elicited catcalls from Palm Springs residents by dropping, in street shoes, eight end zone passes from quarterback Terry Hanratty, 
and sprained my ankle and had it taped up with a vengeance by trainer Ralph Berlin. I reminisced fleetingly about candy bars with head coach Chuck Knoll, met a man who steals phonograph records for a living, can't give his name, saw tackle John Kolb's goat, and was helped up off the floor by Bill Nunn, the scout, at three o'clock in the morning in a black after-hours club in Jackson, Mississippi. I gained some 13 pounds of Steeler-related beer and perhaps an ounce or two from pushing on the leg weight machine while talking to people with knee injuries of Steeler-related sinew. I shared linebacker Jack Ham's shampoo, interviewed at her insistence Mrs. Bruce, guard Van Dyke's obstetrician, and heard the word collision used as a transitive verb.